Today on The Breakdown. In 2017, PokerStars had a championship event in Panama. And on day three of that event, there was an interesting showdown between two guys with a fair amount of chips and a lot of money on the line. Sort of. (laughs) We're going to take apart that end right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Nice, uh, nice drama. I mean, first place was a lot of money. I mean, they weren't. There were like thirty-three players left when this hand. The current payout was ninety-two hundred dollars, I believe. First place was two hundred ninety-four thousand. I mean, that's no joke. That's a lot of money. Take that to the bizank. And I will say this: the person who wins this hand ends up being the day at the end of day four is the chip leader of the event coming back, or I guess with thirty left, they're the chip leader. Well, that makes because sense. Because of this hand. Because there's 32 left, and these guys both have big stacks, yeah. and it's a monster pot. Right. So I'm saying, like, you know, a lot of money on the line, potentially. So this, this hand is going to beg the question, who is spewier? The spewy guy or the other, other spewy guy who's also spewy? Do you know that uh, the term beg the question actually does not mean it the way you used it? Okay. So what, do you, what does it mean? It's um, talking about circular reasoning. Ah, so like I um, understand. Okay. Great. Maybe... Tell the podcast listeners. Maybe I threw out a red herring for you. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Speaking that's of almost certainly speaking what happened. Speaking of other terms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're not going to explain that anymore for the listeners because you understand how it's going to beg the question. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't care. No, it's, it's not. Okay, guys, look it up. I guess look it up yourselves. It'll yeah. be fine. So what I meant to say was bag the question. Oh, much better, <laughs> much better. It yes. bags the question. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so these guys are spewy, it, it appears. Well, Both they're spewing this hand. I know that. Yeah. I don't know if I like how either of them played the hand. We're going to have to find out as we go. I would say on first glance, it seems like a poorly played hand. But let's find out, as you said. Sometimes we're surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I a mean, lot. Just in life. Just right. walking around. You're just like, oh, this sidewalk has a slightly different tilt. I'm surprised. It's a bird. <laughs> Look at that. You know? Yeah. It's the little things. It's good. Easily being easily amused is often something that is criticized, but I think it would be wonderful just to be amused all the time. Mm. It is. It's quite wonderful. Yeah. Jonathan's feeling the wall right now. He's enjoying the texture of the wall. (laughs) (laughs) It's surprisingly, you know, it's amusing tactile. Yeah. Well, of course. Never mind. All right. Moving on. This hand was suggested by Ben Jones Groves. Good old Ben. It's been a little while since we had a Ben Jones Grove suggestion. It's Good been like Benny a boy. few months. Yeah. What's, what's wrong, Ben? Is he Australian? I don't know. New Zealand, maybe? I don't know. I think it's something like that. Okay. I could be wrong. All right. Okay. He might be. Yeah. He's, he's, of, he's of a country, probably. He's, he's not a, of no nation. He might be from unincorporated territory or international waters. We're not sure. Hmm. You know what? Fair enough. What about space? If he's like lives in space? You think America doesn't own space? <laughs> I mean, what about the space inside, like the Chinese satellites and stuff? Is oh, America we got that, that stuff on lockdown. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, probably not. I feel like you're going to really upset some listeners now. Well, that's their fault. For? Being upset. See, I have the, I'm one of those people. If anybody's ever upset by anything I say, it's their fault. So do you, when you apologize to them, do you say like, I'm sorry that you were offended yeah. instead I'm of sorry I'm sorry that, that I offended you? I'm sorry you. that the thing that I said that was awesome yeah. was in some way offensive to you. That you found that offensive. A person of your stature thinks it's okay 
to be offended by something I would say. That's the type of thing I say to people who get that's, offended. That's good. I'm sure that clears everything right yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Often they're like, I'm very sorry. I'm very humbled. Here is my net worth. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very little, of course. They are to weak. You. They it's are little weak. to you, anyway. <laughs> they are weak and I'm strong. Oh, this is a second podcast of the day. Wow, we're really just out there. Yeah. Really far out there. Let's get into the hand. Let's try. All right. So we got 32 left in the Poker Stars Championship in Panama. We've got Igor, Igor Yaroshevsky. Yeah. Igor, don't call me Gary, Gary Yaroshevsky. Yeah, that's something that, they said. Is that Nick Wellfall who was doing the commentary, maybe? Who? Nick Wellfall? I don't know who that is. Really? Did you never watch the uh, Sunday Million stuff when they used to put that online? Very rarely. Oh, he would always do the stuff okay. on that. Anyway, I love that he said, don't call me Gary, and then called him Gary right away. Something about that. Tickled my funny bone. Once again, Jonathan was easily amused. I'm loving this stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> uh you know those those uh, iPad apps you can get for cats and babies and stuff where they, they're just like colors and you cl- click on them and stuff? Jonathan loves that stuff. I mean, they're amazing and very cheap. Yeah. Very, very cheap. Although, the watch out for the in-app purchases, man. Oh, yeah, because the babies out. sometimes accidentally hit that button. Or or the adults like myself. You're like, <laughs> I got to see the green one. You know, and what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you pay the of, money. You're captive to the situation. You pay the money. Okay, so... Igor Yaroshevsky has a monster stack here. We're at 3K, 6K. He's got 969,000. So I think based on the way this hand plays out, I'm guessing he got that through unbridled aggression. He's That's a, a fair guess, at least. Yeah. He, uh, he has a wide opening range. I'll tell you that. He's got seven, eight offsuits, seven of spades, eight of diamonds in the hijack, and he opens. Yeah, that is not a standard open, at least. No. We know that. On the button, it is. Sure. But in the hijack, it's you know, not. a little beyond. It's just not. Now, he can do it, but it's not... Something that, you know, we would normally say to do. Right. That's but it. it's apparently been working for him so far. He's got a lot of chips. Yeah. So he makes it 14K. Then we got, what's his name? James? James Salmon. James Salmon, who's got a fedora on. Yes, so he that's, does. So that's key. <laughs> uh, he's on the button. He, or Isn't no, he sorry. He's in the cutoff. He's in the cutoff. Right you're right. He has 481,000. So not, he's about, about half the stack of Yaroshevsky, but still a large stack. Yeah. It's reasonable for sure with like 32 players left. Yeah. I would be very stack. happy to be in that spot. He has king of clubs, queen of diamonds. He calls. Seems reasonable. Yes. Everybody else folds. The pot is 45,000 heading to the flop. The flop is king of hearts, four of diamonds, three of hearts. How can this possibly be a breakdown in hand? Yaroshevsky has seven, eight offsuit. <laughs> it's a king three, four flop. I mean, I guess he could just go barrel, barrel, barrel or something. I guess. I guess that's, that's probably not going to be it, though. I probably wouldn't have thrown that out there if that's what it was. Right. Also, that wouldn't probably be good enough. To no. Is, is Salmon going to like pull a switchblade or something like that and threaten somebody? Because that would be interesting. He's going to take his fedora off and you don't want to know what's underneath. <laughs> it would change the dynamic. I'm just interested in like new situations. Or We did a bomb pot podcast recently yeah. um, in a video. We did a, um, a lot of ICM, high ICM pressure situations recently. So, you know, the situations change the... The dynamic in good ways, and uh, maybe that's going to happen here when the switchblade comes out or the fedora comes off. Or is there a lizard somehow involved in this? I'm, I'm guessing. I maybe feel a like lizard. There might be because I think somebody who wears a fedora is a lot more likely to own a lizard, like an iguana specifically, yeah, yeah than a non fedora wearing. Person. Absolutely, like he would let that thing run up and down his shoulder and to his to his elbow, and then right back on up again and be talking to him the whole time. Yeah, that's what you do. A recent, iguana. Recently at a poker tournament, I, there's a guy I play poker with somewhat frequently, and. He's just like this big guy with tattoos and, and earrings and stuff. And we were just talking about stuff. And I, I don't remember how it came up, but I said, you look like the type of person who would own a snake. <laughs> and, and he said, yeah, I totally am that type oh, of person. Right. He has owned a snake that's, before. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. See, yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
I was going to go in a direction. I'm just not going in here. Okay. Let it go. Moving on. All right. That's probably better. It's definitely my, better. My guess. All right. So we got King three, four, two hearts. Uh, so we do have no hearts in the hands. We got seven of spades, eight of diamonds, yeah. king of clubs, queen of diamonds. And uh, Yaroshevsky is going to continue, which is reasonable. It's a sure. pretty dry board. He has a lot of kings in his range. Fine. He bets 12K, though. That's a tiny continuation bet. I mean, it's not crazy on standard. He bet a little less than his yeah, original he did. raise. He it's did, not, but it's not that's usually the case when you get called out of the big blind. No. I don't think it's just that. I think it's on boards that are unlikely to hit your opponent I, and are yeah. more polarizing. This is a king 3-4 board. Like yeah. If you don't have a king, you're often not going to have a hand you can call with. It's a quarter of the pot, though. It's just really small. I don't think it isn't small, but you know, betting right around your original pre-flop raise, I think is pretty standard. A I little think less, a little more. I agree, but I more agree when it's big blind to defense. I think most of the time that's when you see that instead of when there's the extra money in the pot of the blinds. I don't know if I agree with you. I think it's much more about board texture. So you think as a percentage of the pot, it, it doesn't matter what percentage of the pot you bet? It doesn't matter what percentage what of the I'm pot What I'm saying is if bet. the big blind defended, the yeah. pot would be much smaller. It would be more common to bet a smaller than your pre-flop raise amount. Got it. So um, as a percentage of the pot, I mean, like... I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think on polarizing boards, uh, a lot of players bet as small as they can, regardless of percentage of the pot. They're trying to make it super small, and it, if it's an even smaller percentage of the pot, cool. But, like, like I think on this board, it's possible Yaroshevsky might bet 12K against the big blind as well as against Salmon, as well as against anybody, because he thinks if you don't have a king, you're rarely going to be able to call. Well, there's two yeah. hearts. There's yeah. lost straight draws. I mean, there's a lot of straight draws, but there aren't really, right? I mean... You're going to call with all the gut shots for this price, right? What gut shots do you have? Uh, ace, deuce, ace, five, uh, seven, eight. There's also five, six is an open-ender. Okay, so there's a few, but it's not like all over his calling range or anything close to it, right? His calling range is usually going to be much... Like, if it was nine, eight of hearts, that feels much more like hitting Salmon's calling range, doesn't it? Yeah. So I, so I feel like this is like, oftentimes you bet they fold no matter how much you bet. So you can bet small. Okay. So I mean, I, I think it's fine. I agree with you theoretically. I just yeah. disagree that in practice, that is what I have seen and what I have done. Yeah. It's clearly, well, I'm not, I can't argue about what you've done. I can only talk about what I feel like I see other people do. And uh, you barely play poker. It doesn't even count. I don't play poker much anymore. It's true. I just talk about poker. Yep. That's my thing. Go to some world series events, play the world series events. That's it. Maybe talk a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So nonetheless, Yaroshevsky bets 12K into 45K with 7-8 off on this king four three two heart board. Salmon has king of clubs, queen of diamonds. So there's an obvious standard thing to do here, which is what we always do, which would be to call, of right? Of course. And uh, there's a lot of good reasons for that. Yeah. Number one, we don't want to chase away the bluffs. That is a big reason. Number two... We don't want to give action to hands that are way better than ours. Yeah. How about if we keep the pot smaller when he's got ace, king, or aces, or a set of threes, or something like that? Uh, uh, you know, number three, we're often going to fold out most of the worst hands when we raise and get action for most of the better hands when we do, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's a, it's not game theory disaster, but it's not super far away from it. Why would we ever raise Number here? Number nine, what if we get three bet by something like ace, five of hearts? Like, then we're just yeah. like... We just have to fold yeah. now? Cool. It sucks. Hey, number 35... Uh, if let's say he decides to turn this hand to a bluff and not fold, we're going to have to fold our good hand now anyway. Like, same problem, right? Like, yep. ace of higher hearts, he could do it with hands that have no equity, too, because we're polarizing ourselves in certain ways. I don't know. It just seems like a terrible idea. We're in position. Why wouldn't we just call? Now, one reason is maybe he thinks the bet is so small. He yeah. just thinks, like, I want to make the bet bigger. Right. And I think that's what happens with... Mr. James Salmon here because he is going to raise his king queen on this king three yeah. four two hard board. He has no hearts in his hand. 
Just going to reiterate Why would that. you want to have hearts in your no, hand? No, you can't. You, you got to have them in your bod. Your body. <laughs> yeah, in your bod. Remember that? Um, it was like the precursor to Axe bod. Came in like a Windex bottle. I don't know what you're talking oh about. Oh, my God. This is a lie. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. I, uh, any listeners out there who really care about the poker guys, please inform oh. Jonathan and maybe even go find the uh, commercial on YouTube yeah, for in, Bod. Informing me is not going to do the trick. Okay. I'm going to need to see go some find physical evidence, evidence. Please, because I don't want to do the work myself. What Bod, do they get? What do they get? They get a retweet. So what, I'm, it? what I'm claiming Bod is, okay. and I, I'm saying this is real, Yeah, and I might be bluffing here. It's for, I think it's from the early 2000s. It's before like Old Spice body spray and Axe body spray where it's just a bunch of guys playing basketball with no shirts on or something like that. And <laughs> there's this scented fragrance and it comes in like a Windex bottle and consistently over and over again, there's a female voice uh, as the voiceover saying, I want your body. No. Yeah. This is incredible. First of all, 100% you're not bluffing but I still don't believe it. I okay. think you're somehow you this can't be real, but I know you think it's real, which means it probably is. I mean, maybe you're definitely I had, not bluffing. Yeah, I don't. I'm not bluffing. Yeah, it's clear. You Some, have tells. Somebody go find. I read. I can read you. I bluff. wasn't really trying to be okay, there. Whatever you said, I might be bluffing. So I you guess know what would be even better if you actually have like an old bod that you just in the back of your closet. If you could just if you find if you find it, let us know. We'll give you an address to send it to. Jonathan will wear it the rest of the year. <laughs> I will wear that thing. I don't care how old it is and what it smells like. It's happening. <laughs> I will go on dates wearing this, this smell. I would love to. I promise. We will videotape it. You know, the scent market is all about advertising and marketing anyway. Bod might have been the greatest sense. You know, they, they may not have survived, but they might have done a good job at making a product. Do scents hold up over years? I think they I don't, do. I don't know. They probably do. Although that was probably like lower quality scent. Though, comes, you know comes what in I mean? a Windex bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Bod. You know, it yeah. isn't like, you know, Calvin Klein Emotion CK12 or whatever. Is that the one you have? I do not have that one. I have a different one. Oh, you have cologne? Yeah. You would. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> so, Salmon decides to raise. Yeah, right. He raises a 28,000. Which is a tiny raise, by the way. I mean, how do you feel about this sizing? Yaroshevsky bet 12K. There was 45K in the pot. I guess if we're going to raise, this is not bad sizing to raise, I guess. I mean, I don't like raising at all. Why is this not bad sizing? Because maybe we can get called by more things, you know, because we're raising for value, right? We want to get called. Maybe we want to price out some things, though. Like, like we're going to get called by gut shots now. I mean, we have to. What is our intention? And I know it's hard to answer this because we're yeah, not salmon and we would never raise because there's no clear... There's no clear answer to this. If our intention is to charge the draws, we should raise big. If our intention is to try and get value, we should raise small. I think raising big will knock out most of the value we'd want to call us a lot of the time, right? Like two eights or whatever is just going to fold. If we raise super small, they might decide to call because of all the draws. I don't know. You know? I don't know if I agree. I think... Now, I don't know if Salmon is thinking this through, but... I'm going to guess he isn't. Okay. So he might be at level one here thinking, yeah. I have top pair and a good kicker. I'm going to race. Right. I think that's my best guess. Let's assume... Let's go to like level past where we are, basically. Okay, past, fine. past what we do. Great. If it's you and me playing and we have this huge history of how we play against each other, I might want to raise king-queen on this board because you'll never think I have king-queen and you're going to call me with king-10 and king-9 and hands like that. For sure. And you're going to call a bigger raise than 28k. Well, if I have a hand as good as that, I'm def if I have top pair, I'm definitely going to call your race, right. right? For sure. So I think a lot of the point of this race should be tried to get 
trying to get called by worst top pairs. Okay, but this guy opened, so he doesn't have that many worst top pairs in his range. It isn't like he opened the button. But he does have 7-8 offsuit. But we can't know that. I think we probably can if we've been at the table with him for a long time. If we think he has 7-8 offsuit, why are we raising? I'm not saying if we think he has 7-8 offsuit. I'm saying... No, 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 no. I mean, if you think he's like super wide though and has lots of bluffs, we shouldn't be raising, right? We should be letting him barrel, barrel, barrel. I 100% agree with that. So like, I mean, if we really believe he can have all sorts of kings, then we still should just be calling, right? Because that I means he has all sorts of everything. Absolutely think a call is better. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, think, okay. I think a bigger raise is better than 28K. Okay. Because, because I want to get more out of the weaker hands that he has that he might call with. I just be worried you're going to fold most of those out. I mean, I'm worried about that already a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, two eights are, are two eights just going to fold right away? I don't know. Probably not. Depends what we think about Salmon, I guess. If Salmon's the guy who raises bl- draws or not, right? If he doesn't I mean, raise his draws, who, we can fold. Who cares? It's like we're making it 16K more than the 12K. It's almost meaningless anyway. It's not like we're getting a ton of value. If we better get on the turn, what's 2-8's going to do? Yeah, they're going to fold. Yeah. Oh, most of the time. So this is just kind of pointless, is what I'm... You make a little bit. You're right. You don't make a lot. How deep are we? We're very deep. Uh, Salmon started the hand with 481. Right. So we're getting 16K more. Who cares? Yeah. We, I, it's much better. I mean... Obviously, it's better to call and let the guy keep barreling if we think, or or not raise the you know make the pot bigger and put ourselves in a position to get blown off the hand. Right. Clearly, this is horrible. As played, I would raise because I'd be charging draws. I would raise more for that because, and I would think like it's hard. Like you're, I agree with you. It's hard to get called by worse anyway. So let's not worry about that. If we're deciding to raise, let's let's price out or not price out, but let's let's make the hearts and the straight draws pay for it at least. No, I don't know anything about James Salmon, but. If he's bad enough, it's possible this is a find out where you are type thing. I mean, I'll say this. He has an iguana. We of know course that he about has him. an iguana. If you, know, and you know where that iguana is while this hand is taking place? Because I know. I don't think you should say. I'm saying it. Don't say it. It's under the fedora. Oh, okay. It, he carries it with him at all times. <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of a ratatouille now, type situation. There's a potential converse to everything I've been saying. And that is that maybe James Salmon knows what he's doing. Maybe... Now, I know the face you're making, Jonathan. Well, no, the I, audience I, does I too know, now. I know, why you're say- I know why you're saying what you're saying. Yes. And he's doing this... To induce. Yes, to Because induce. he... Yaroshevsky acquired these chips some way. Let's say we know... Right. Like James Salmon, that it's by being a complete maniac. Right. And Salmon's like, well, this is one of the better hands I can ever have on this flop. Let's let this crazy guy blast off. So here's what my response to that would be. I think that's fair, and it's possible, right? Um... So if that's the case, then we have to have a very clear plan about what we want to do if this guy's going yeah. to... If we successfully induce, we should have very clear plans about that, which would be to not fold most of the time, right? Yeah. And be really clear about when we're calling. Like, it should be... We shouldn't be tortured except when we're pretending to be tortured about it, right? Yes. Like, we might pretend to be tortured. Like, if he three-bets us, we may think for a long time because we're trying to induce more. Or if, if we call a three-bet and he bets the turn, we might act tortured to call again. But, like, if he moves in on the flop and then we're tortured about it, then guess what? Maybe we, maybe we, or like he raised three bets and then he moves in on the turn and we take 20 minutes, then we didn't have that as a plan. You know what I mean? Yes, That's I agree. All. I agree. But yeah, but I think, I think it's not crazy to raise to induce because you think this guy's crazy. Yeah. I think that's fine. Well, it seems like this guy's crazy because with the eight high, no draw really. I mean, he has a backdoor straight draw. Yeah, that's not good enough. Yeah, it has to come. It has to come specifically there's, five six. There's two hearts on the board. Yeah, it, it has, has to, to come, come five six. No hearts to make the nuts. Yeah, 
That's tough. Yeah. Um, he three bets to 100K. Yes, he does. So that's... Uh, okay. So what, what are some reasons he's doing this? Maybe... Maybe it's because of all of the reasons you're not supposed to raise king queen on this super dry board like this. Because, I mean, what's the value? What what value do you have? Right. Can can that type of value stand up to heat? And if you didn't flop a set, it's not going to be great. Yeah, I mean, you can have a combo draw. You can have the nut flush draw. Other than that, it's hard to think of anything that you can have that you're supposed to raise here. My guess is that Yaroshevsky. Yeah, Gary Yaroshevsky. Yeah. Uh, has seen Salmon raise top pair already numerous times. Right. And so he's just says like, oh, you're, in fact, he probably has not only seen that, he's probably also seen Salmon slow play sets and stuff like that. Yes. So, so he, because I, I know, I've been in this spot many times where you get raised on the flop and it's like, oh, you never have a super strong hand. Right. I can three bet you with impunity. And then you move in and the guy thinks forever and folds top pair or an over pair or whatever it is because they don't know what to do. Yep. And so my guess is that's what Yaroshevsky is has seen and is acting as a result of, and I like it. Okay. I'm down with that. If we're going to bet 8-7 and this guy's going to raise us, and if we, if we indeed have that data about him, great. Let's, let's go for it. Well, and he also... It should work. I also like his sizing, 100K over the 28K raise. That should get Big. the job done a lot of the time. Right. He's actually also pretty much pricing out the draws. Like, the I mean, draws could decide to call anyway, because, like, the hearts could call. But yes. the straight draws probably can't call. Yeah, now. five, six probably can't call. The gut shots can't call. I mean, but, like, ace, five of hearts is for sure calling. Obviously, yeah. the combo draws are never yeah. going anywhere. Any nut flush The nut flush isn't going anywhere. Yeah. But, like, other flush draws may call because they're in position, and there's still some implied odds, but not so many anymore. Yeah, because if the heart comes and you don't have the nut flush draw, either you're going to be behind or you're not going to get paid most of the time. A lot of the time. Now, as it turns out against Yaroshevsky, maybe we could get paid because he's going to have eight high and maybe we'll feel the need to move us in. All right. So Salmon got himself in this spot now. Yep. Now, this is a tricky spot because if we know Yaroshevsky's a crazy guy, it's like, well, I might have the best hand here still, but this is starting to get to be stack threatening here. And I came into this hand with a lot of chips. Well, it's only a tricky spot. If we weren't thinking about the way you were speculating, maybe he was, right? If we weren't trying to induce... Trying to induce this isn't tricky at yeah, all. Yeah, it's very is, easy. It's like, the, oh, good. He the, did the thing. The trap is sprung, hopefully. I mean, it's not like a super happy time because even if your whole intention was to induce, it's still like, well, I really hope this isn't the time he actually has it. Right. But at the same point, you since you didn't have to do this, right, you could have just called. You chose to induce. If you were trying to do that, then you sort of, it's crazy not to be like, I guess I call and I hope, I hope an easy card comes on the turn for me. That would be great, right? Well... Something that is working in Salmon's favor is that there are potential draws that Yaroshevsky could have. Yeah. Right? That's nice, at least. Absolutely. It would be a bit scarier if it was like a king 4-4, four, four, no heart draw, no, no nothing like that flop. Mm-hmm. But Yaroshevsky can have draws. He can. We do block top set. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. But we don't block the other two sets. By the way, Yaroshevsky, what is he even repping? I know. I mean, he's. I think he's more repping draws than he's repping strong hands. I mean, he's repping middle set, bottom set. In his mind, he's repping top set, all the sets. Yeah. And I don't even know what else he's repping. And yeah, like a big combo draw, right? That's really all he should have now. Yeah. I mean, he's probably just going to call with... I mean, the thing is, the bet is so small and the raise is so small. Do you think he would ever do this with aces? I don't think so, but it's not impossible. I was wondering that. It seems really thin. You have to know your fuck 
freaking customer. I almost screwed it up. Almost did it again. That was a burp. You were burping. It's fine. I love that kind of soup. Yeah. Vietnamese. Uh, you have to know your customers perfectly, basically, because we don't think he should even be raising, let alone potentially calling with King Queen. No. So if we have aces, we block Ace King anyway. Ace King often would have four bet. We need basically King Queen to, to play like this and not fold. That's asking a crazy amount. Well, so we shouldn't do it with aces. Well, guess what? what? We asked and we have received because Salmon decides to call. Well, okay then. So we should do this with aces, but maybe we shouldn't because our, we thought we'd be able to fold out a hand like this. Probably. Yeah, I we'll think part of Yarchevsky's right? plan was definitely folding out top perils. He would have never done this. Of course. He probably yeah. thinks he can fold out like King 10 suited, etc. Like this guy's cap basically a King Queen. A lot. If, if he thinks the guy, ne- you know, slow play sets. Right. Right. He's captain King Queen. Now like, you said that's you good. liked Yaroshevsky's move, but yeah. he's got a lot of problems now. Oh, he's got a lot of problems. A lot of problems. He doesn't have any blockers. That no, sucks. That's that's a real problem. He's no uh, equity. He's repping a super thin range. Yes. If the draws do come in, he could decide to rep those. But guess what? Salmon could have those. So it might really, really not work out. Yep. And as I said, he has no equity. It isn't like there's some card that can bail him out of this situation. No, it's just a random bluff. Right. Like, it'd be so much better to have a gut shot here where you can make the nuts or you can make a straight, you know, so, and it'd be hard to see. And it's like, well, once in a while, even though I got called, you know, one out of 11 times, I get there on the turn and I got another shot on the river sometimes, you know? Yeah. So that's good. But no, nothing at all. Now we need to come like, in our mind, like running seven, eight or running sevens or running eights, which is absurd. Yeah. Running five, six. That's all we got. That's so, horrible. I understand the thought behind what Yaroshevsky is doing, but I think even though, you know, I think the sizing might have, this might be like an FU thing is what I'm realizing now. When he, he bets 12K and then he gets raised to 28K when there was 45K in the right, pot, he's like, right. I can't just let you take this pot, but I can't call. Right. And so his, he, has, he decides he has to raise. Maybe he also thinks Salmon specifically would just always raise more with a very strong hand because of the potential draws out there. Yeah. Like if he has a set, he just wouldn't let the hearts draw that cheaply. And so he's like, you just can't have a strong hand. I'm going to make it a lot. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this is supposed to work against Salmon. Even if Salmon like raised on the flop, he's really, I mean, he's not supposed to raise on the flop, but then he's probably not supposed to continue unless he thinks Yaroshevsky is, you know. Well, unless Salmon's inducing. Right. Unless he's inducing. Well, so far, the induction has worked. The iguana who's pulling all the, the, the strings behind, <laughs> yeah. the, behind that fedora, you know, no one can see it just like Ratatouille, uh, you know, is doing everything yeah. perfectly. So, so Salmon calls. And we got 245K in the pot. We have a 40 blind pot heading to the turn. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that I love about 40 blind pots is playing them on Nitrogen Sports Poker Grant. That's a great transition. <laughs> I think that's the third best ever. Thank you. After uh, probably <laughs> July 9th, 2017 that was really and good September one. 3rd, 2017. Really? September 3rd? I know that's a, there's a less, less common. I wonder what the people think. Guys, what do you think? Uh, listeners, September 3rd is number two of all time. I got that. Like I have that in my top five. Of course you do. But I, you, like, you're not going to say four, September 29th. Are no, you? No, I'm not an idiot. Okay. That's so obvious. And so, and just, it was cheap. Okay. September 29th was a cheap one yeah. from my point of view. I'm a January 7th kind of a guy <laughs> no, for was, number two. Yeah, that was pretty, I, I can't argue. Yeah. So guys, you let us know. Tweet at us, you know, tag yeah, your tweets, of course. whatever. <laughs> anyway, back to the ad. Yeah. What were you saying? <laughs> um, 40 by plots, nitrogen sports poker. That's uh, where the poker guys play. 
Grant. December 31st is a time when we will be playing there. Yes, and in fact, we're not just going to be playing. You guys are invited to play along with us at a super cheap buy-in. Like, we're not exactly sure how cheap yet, but we think it's going to be uh, one-tenth of a millibit. Something, uh, something so like 90 cents. Yeah. Or now it's a dollar, I By guess. By then, it might be like $400. I don't well, know. you know what? Good, good for all of us, yeah. then, if it is. But um, So it'll be about a dollar. There's going to be a big guarantee, so it's going to be well worth playing. We're going to play. It's going to be fun. There might be bounties on us. We're not sure yet. We'll be bringing in the new year, but not interfering with your plans because it will be at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're in Europe, maybe slightly interfering with your plans. But but you know what? Screw your plans. Just play. Yeah. Play a little. Have some fun for once in your darn lives. Yeah. Instead of of going out and drinking on New Year's, play online poker with us. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. Uh, So use the link in the description of this podcast if you want access to that tournament and other Poker Guys events in the future. Also, just know Nitrogen are good guys, and they, they give are. you your money fast if you win. If you win and you want your money fast, say say you win that tournament. Maybe I don't know what first place is going to be, but let's say for a second that it's seventy millibits, seven hundred and fifty millibits. Let's say that's way too much. It's a lot of money now. Yeah, seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that much. Guys. It's probably going to be more like seventy millibits. Still really good considering how much money is going to be in the. You know, people have bought in for it. It'll be way more than that. Yeah, first place is probably going to dwarf the entire you know, buy-in pool, let alone second and third and all that. Yeah. So if you want that money right away, which would be about $700, yeah. that'd be cool. You can get it quickly. How quickly? Five to 20 minutes. You know how quickly, Grant? As quickly as Billy Batson turns into Shazam, which is really fast. He says Shazam and boom, lightning. He's there. Who? Billy Batson. Oh. Do you not know? I don't understand. You know who Shazam is, right? I know who Kazam is. That's... <laughs> <laughs> you really don't know who Shazam is? He says, Shazam! And then he turns into a, uh, uh, like a Superman type guy. No, I don't. No. Well, there's going to be a movie. I know so about... get ready. There's going to be a movie starring The Rock. I'm not kidding. Oh, boy. Yeah, get ready for that. You're going to hate it. I'd rather just rewatch Kazam. I don't think that's true either. He makes candy rain from the sky and he raps. Really? Yeah. Is he a wonderful actor? No. Hey, let's get back to the ad. <laughs> I think we're done with the ad. Okay, great. Yeah. So let's get back to the uh, rest of the podcast. Okay, the hand. So somehow we're heading to the turn. Somehow there was a three bet on the flop. And a call. And a call. There's one pair between these guys and no draws. King, three, four, two hearts. There are no hearts in anybody's hands. We have king, queen, four, James Salmon in position. And we have Yaroshevsky with seven, eight offsuit. Yikes. Yikes, I say. Kazam. The turn is the deuce of clubs. So that does complete five, six. Yeah. That's a bit scary for both guys, I think. A little bit. I think Yaroshevsky probably was just going to call with 5-6, but I don't know. This guy might be just a crazy person. I don't know either. It's possible he can have 5-6 here. I would think he wouldn't. I think it'd be so cheap he'd want to draw and not blow himself off the hand by 3-bet and then having to fold 5-6. Yeah. But but he's crazy. Maybe he would just re-raise 5-6 anyway. Maybe. But Yaroshevsky decides, okay, he called me. That's too bad. I still think this guy's pretty weak. I'm going to continue... He can't keep calling me, right? I'm going to threaten this guy's tournament life. How much does he bet? 127 into 245. I mean, this is kind of nice in that we probably believe that if somehow, some way, Salmon made the nuts on the turn, he's going to let us know. He's not just going to call. He's probably going to raise. I mean, we have eight high. It doesn't matter. But I'm saying, like, he isn't probably going to slow play the nuts on the turn with two hearts out there. So... We don't have to worry about him like setting a crazy trap for us where we're going to potentially shove the river and he's going to snap yeah. call. Like, that's probably not going to be an issue. So we got that going for us. That sounds nice. I like that part of it. I think as um, Yaroshevsky, 
we could decide to give up here. We got called when we three bet. Yeah. We could just shut it down. I think so. But it's okay to continue also if we think Salmon is kind of where he is in the hand. Like, Yaroszewski seems to have a pretty good sense of where Salmon actually is. By the way, if Salmon has had a flush draw that was not a combo draw, he is not there and does, doesn't have the right price to call. Correct. Correct. He should fold all flush draws. He should strongly consider folding the kinds of hand, one pair of hands in general, yeah. right? But if he was inducing... He shouldn't be... He shouldn't be doing any of that. The induction continues. If he had just called on the flop, he'd be have to face like either a check or like a 22K bet on the turn. It would be very yeah. simple. That would be so much better. But instead, he's got 127,000 chips thrown at him. And does he insta-call? Does he tank? What happens? He tanks for a while. Does he fold? Nope. He calls. He seems to be tortured, but it's possible it's an act. Yes, because we're not on the river yet. Right. We don't know. He does have Yaroshevsky drawing dead on the turn. What a spot. With king-queen somehow on this board. There are so many cards, though, that it's going to make it really hard for him to win on the river, even if he decides not to fold to a shove, assuming Yaroshevsky, you know, you know, completes his trifecta of aggression here. Yes. That, that, was, that was a long, weird sentence. Uh-huh. Running on and on. So... I did it. We're just in maniac land right now. Yes. The pot... Fruity land if you will. Yes, Fruity Land, where nothing can hurt you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Until, until you introduce the human element. Uh, and you start having... Years and years. Babies, interspecies. Anyway, let's not get it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a whole thing. So we got 499K in the pot. And how, how many chips now does Salmon have? Because he's the effective stack. He's got 240K. Uh, so now, as Yaroshevsky, this cannot be good. I'm no. sort of rooting for a heart if I'm Yaroshevsky. Like, bring a darn heart because this guy really can't have hearts and I can. Yeah. So bring a heart. I'll shove. That'll work. Unless Salmon has ace five of hearts and... Right. Or five, six of hearts and feels super safe on the turn and decides just to call. You know? Yeah. Um, but he doesn't. He has king, queen. Right. So the river is the ten of diamonds. Shouldn't really affect anything. Nah. Nobody's supposed to have king ten or pocket tens here. I mean, it's possible Salmon can have king 10 yeah but he's not supposed to he's not but what's he supposed to have in this hand he's supposed to have a set of fours i think and just be calling down because yeah. he got three bet yeah that seems fine he could just go no, he could have raised re-raised the set of fours along the way but he could you're gonna fold out to. almost all the hands by doing that the draws the big yeah. the big combo draws you could decide to uh yeah it in with or something but you're right you could also just call so so the heart draw missed some of the straights came in on the turn but the heart draw missed yeah the yeah and uh Yaroshevsky's like you know what they don't call me Gary for nothing. They don't I'm, call me Gary at all. I'm I'm putting all the rest of them chips in. Let's see if the Fedora Lizard can call. Right. Because the, what's the Lizard going to do is yeah. the question. Salmon is, you know, simply the vessel that the Lizard <laughs> operates through. Um, so, yeah, so he moves him in for the 250K or whatever it is. Yeah, and you know that Lizard only has a very simple nerve system controlling his whole, whole, his whole brain. Essentially, yeah. our brainstem, that's an entire Lizard's brain. Sure. So he's just got fight or flight, and that's about it. But surprisingly good at poker, this lizard. Yeah. For, you know, for a lizard. Well, I mean. yeah. Not for, for a like lizard. a sophisticated human, but for a lizard. Unless the lizard's good. inducing, then the lizard might be really good at poker. Well, I, I mean, I don't think we can use one, one hand sample size on this lizard to okay, make, but per, wouldn't make it, vast pronouncements about this lizard's skill set. Wouldn't it make it likely that the lizard is good at poker if we saw 
Yeah. The lizard make these plays and we're like kind of confused by them. But then he snap calls the river because it was yes. his plan the whole he time. He insta calls and he's like, gotcha. He's yeah. like, and he like insta calls and looks really like excitedly to see if he if he was right. You know? Yeah. I'd be like, you know what, lizard? Nice hand. Yeah. Fair well enough. done. You know, you know, your customer. Good. You job. were supposed to win a small pop, but you got to double up in a huge spot. You have a chance to win this tournament now. Yeah. Pretty, pretty likely. Actually. That was, not likely, but like, no, not like you're one of the favorites in the field now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So is that what happens? No. The guy moves in. No, the lizard moves in the the lizard who is controlling James Salmon makes James Salmon make a lot of pained (laughs) faces. So that's that torture thing we've been talking about the whole time. So Salmon Salmon calls off to the point where he's got half a pot size bet on the river and has no plan what to do on the river, even though we bet and raised the flop, got three bet called, got us here. No plan. No plan. I was hoping it would go check, check, I guess. This all goes back to the raise on the flop. Yes, Salmon. That's it shows right. that the Rays had no real thought behind it. And that's why I was saying that, of course, at the yeah. time I was trying to set up this moment where we see that this was just, I have to pair. <laughs> <laughs> now, Yaroshevsky, he's taking aggressive actions, which, as you have said before, Mike Sexton likes to say, you can never blame a guy for taking a shot at a pot or something like something that. Like, yeah, moving at the pot. He does say that. Yeah, but um, we both disagree. Of course you can blame a guy. for Yaroshevsky can just fold on the flop. How about that? Does that sound good? We have eight high, no draw. How about if we just let it go? Yeah, that, this, is, this is a good plan. This is a better plan. That said, this is, his plan is mostly supposed to work against uh, the lizard here, right? Yeah, so the lizard's The tanking. lizard didn't have a plan. The lizard is just swimming and has no idea where land is. It's just like going in different directions at different times, hoping maybe at some point he'll see a little sand. Yeah. Not seeing anything. That's what's happening. So he's like, just fold. You're going to fold. It's a big tournament. What are you going to do? He tanks for a long time. Salmon does. He's not happy. It seems. And he does call. He throws the chips in. Ultimately, he slams them in. So in a way, he made some mistakes here, but at least he didn't raise fold and he like did the whole induction thing. I don't know if it's a good idea, but it's better than raise folding. Right? I mean, look, he did it all by accident. It's yeah. not fair to give him credit for this stuff when he doesn't mean to be doing it. Like I agree. The line he ended up taking is fine. And if we read it, you know, really like a summary of it without all the time and all, you know, like how long it took between each decision and stuff, we'd say, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. You must know that Yaroshevsky is crazy, but seeing the hand actually play out, we know, this is these are decisions are almost independent of each other, and that's not that doesn't work. Even though it worked in this hand, that is not winning poker, right? Right. Now it's possible that there is an inkling of Yaroshevsky's crazy in all of Salmon's plays. I'm sure you're right, and he's given credit to Yaroshevsky for being a guy who could have eight high here and thinking, okay, that's a reason I can at least call the turn and the river once I raise mm-hmm. the flop. Yeah, and he re-raises that. Um, Obviously, he didn't have a whole big plan that was that played out the way he wanted, but there's probably an inkling in there that's thinking like, okay, there are some players I can call against and some players I can't, and Yaroshevsky's one of the guys I can. Here's the thing, though. He should have thought about that on the turn, right? Yeah. Because he put in too much of his stack. Put in a third of his remaining stack on the turn and set himself up with a half-pot bet on the river. So he should have already made that decision on the turn. Of course he didn't, and that's okay. Not everyone's, you know, Maybe if a, a heart pro. comes on the river, you can take some time and think about that. Absolutely. And yeah. you know what? And even find a fold. I yeah. think actually finding a fold with a heart on the river is completely reasonable. An ace on the river, too. Yeah. Because the nut flush draw has you, right? Right. Um, and Yaroshevsky might just move you in because he's like, I'm calling anyway. I got top pair, like, whatever. Like, call, make some weird thin hero call. You're, an am- you're, you're a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Iguanas don't know what, what to do here. 
I but, doubt Yarzhevsky would actually move in with Nace, but we don't. I, I agree with you, um, but whatever. I'm saying like who knows, whatever. But it's a bad spot if Nace comes or Hart comes. Yeah. But beyond that, this is a clear spot where like professionals, at least maybe not all, but most professionals. I include you and me in this category here. Um, we are only ever calling the turn knowing what we're doing on the river with most of the deck most of the time. Right. It's like a surprise to Salmon when Yaroshevsky moves in on the river. He's like, oh, my luck. Right. Like, yeah. what do I do now? Instead of like, oh, okay, no, a heart came. Or like, oh, a straight card came. Now there's four to a straight out there. I have to think about this a little bit more. A, a blank came. Yeah. Like, a good card came that we should not be afraid of at all. The fact that Yaroshevsky moves in should not be a woe is me moment. That should be something you expected to happen. Right. And yeah. you, like, mostly throw the chips in quickly because you've already made up your mind. Now, I would never really take this line unless I had a lot of data on Yaroshevsky. I agree. So, Yaroshevsky, I don't think, did a great job either. He just kind of went nuts because screwed the other guy. Sort of. Yaroshevsky had a plan and followed through. I don't know if it was a good enough plan, and I don't, especially when we get to the river, when a brick comes. I mean, we're hoping to fold out what? I mean, we, we almost succeed in folding out maybe the top of his range. So maybe that, from that point of view, it's not so bad. We can fold out almost his entire range here, but I don't know what's, what is the bottom of his range. I don't know point. if we can fold out almost his entire range. Just because he takes a long time doesn't mean he wasn't calling with worse hands, too. Yeah, that's true. What worse hands does he have? Ace ten of hearts, river to ten. Oh, that's interesting. Ace ten of hearts. So he raised, felt like he had to call, felt like he had to call the turn. Yeah. He shouldn't be calling the turn, but maybe with the nut flush draw he could decide to. Even plus, that's not good. Plus the wheel draw on the turn. Oh, he picks up a wheel draw. Yeah. Okay. I guess, sure, he can call. And then tank and not know what to do on the river. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I'm gonna gonna say poorly played hand all around, pretty much. I don't like this play by anyone. I think Yaroshevsky needs to have some blockers of some kind to be doing this. He doesn't. He's have just any. bluffing because he wants to bluff and he doesn't want this guy to raise him on the flop to such a small amount. And one thing that sometimes Grant and I say, guys, is uh, sometimes you just have to take the spot. Like, yeah, take the spot. So it's possible Yaroshevsky thinks like I could have blockers, I could have this, but this is the spot. Like, yeah. this guy just raised and he always slow plays his big hands. This is the spot. It doesn't matter what I have. It's immaterial. All that matters is that this guy can't call. And he's right, except that he's wrong. You know? The yeah. thought process may be correct and probably works a lot against guys like this, even this lizard most of the time. But this time it didn't. And once the guy calls the turn, man, I mean, he's supposed to call the river pretty much always. Yeah, you would think so, unless he missed a big draw. Then he can right. fold the river. Right. And maybe that's what Yaroshevsky's hoping for. But there aren't that many big draws, right? Yeah. Now, not to say I've never been Yaroshevsky before in sure. this pot. Like, I've, I've talked myself into taking lines like this before. Yeah. Although I think I've kind of stopped doing that so much because it's just a little too spewy. Um, I don't see myself ever taking Salmon's line. I would like to take Salmon's line as an induction in Snap Call the River. I would love to be in that spot. That's the only time you could do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, look, you've definitely, I know you have, like, raised top pair like King Jack on a one pair as a one pair of hand and got like 80 blinds in against a super spewy player. I can yeah. think of, I can think of it. Yeah. I remember when it happened. So like there's guys you'll do it against and yeah. you were happy. I think you called it off really comfortably and happily and we're way ahead. Yeah. The, yeah. The difference being I snap called. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And it was all on the flop too. Right. It was all on the flop. Like you raised to induce with top pair, not good kicker, just okay. Knowing that this guy is crazy wide and is going to do it with a, a bizarre range of hands. And you were right. Yep. He had a gut shot, and he didn't get there. I felt That's so amazing good. amazing that he did not get there. Yeah, what a day. Yeah. So, you know, that. So you did it once. Yeah. 
Nice job. Hey, both these guys ended up doing pretty well in this tournament. Yeah, uh, Salmon finished seventh. Yeah, and Yaroshevsky finished tenth. Is that yes, right? Yes, that's right. Salmon made forty-eight thousand dollars. Well, Bas- basically on the strength of this pot, I would think. Oh yeah, this pot it was huge. I mean, this is the pot was four ninety-nine. Moved in for two forty. It's almost a million chip pot. Yeah, he uh, he's the chip leader at the end of the day, and rides that to seventh place. Yeah, and. I'm going to guess, without knowing, I'm going to guess the Lizard didn't play amazingly well from places, you know, 32 to 7. <laughs> but he has all these chips, and it gives him a lot of room, and he can take stabs at things that he otherwise wouldn't be able to. And people are going to avoid him a little bit more because he's got all the chips, right? Yeah. So it can just work out. Well, that was that was just, that, that pop felt like 2009 or something, you know, kind of yes, like, like, back when people were just going nuts all the time. World Poker Tour, where Mike Sexton is talking about, like, I can't believe he folded an ace. Yeah. He didn't raise. And it's like ace deuce off under the gun. You yeah. Know? It's like, Mike, of course you can believe that. You know yeah. better, Mike. Mike. Come on. Lying Mike Sexton. That's your new name. Lion Mike Sexton. <laughs> Mike, I, maybe Mike's doing us all a favor. You know, he's trying to keep the bad players bad. No, absolutely. I think he's absolutely trying to keep everyone terrible. It's not a bad strategy. We, Lord knows people like us are not helping. Nope. We're sorry.